Well, hello. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. I'm honored you're here. I'm excited you're here. I'm excited for what we're going to talk about. First, let me read a review on iTunes. Um, you can always go, if you're listening to this on iTunes, please leave a review if, if, if you would like. I just, if, 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 I just did three ifs. Okay. You don't have to, but it's such a blessing to me. And so I would be greatly honored if you would. This one is from Karen B. I loved your word regarding worry. That was like episode two, I think. Very in point. I just did a seven week study on the armor of God. I love the way you use the three W's instead of the big W. I watch you on TikTok and that's how I came to know this. God bless you for spreading a good, encouraging word. Thank you, Karen. I appreciate that. And if you want to leave a review, I will... um, my plan is to kind of read one every time so we'll see i mean you know i don't want to like bore y'all i'm trying to look at my computer because i did listen i did a podcast on insecurity last week it did not record correct oh my gosh it sounded like i was in a tin can it was really good and i was gonna upload it anyways i'm like no just re-record it apparently it wasn't supposed to be recorded that time so i'm trying to look and make sure that that it is recording correctly now okay everything looks good hopefully um so if you uh want to connect with me if you're not connected with me i would love to get to know you better so you can find me on facebook instagram or tiktok it is christina smith mccully on all three of those send me a friend request um a message just let me know you're here i really appreciate appreciate your guys feedback like it just um really does encourage me and help me more than you know so i do appreciate that it's gonna jump right in after the quick intro today we're going to be talking about forgiveness that's really all i'm going to say about that right now i'll be right back well hi y'all welcome to closet confessions with christina's podcast where we're going to talk about the hilarious not so funny truths about the christian walk some people are called to speak on stages but the lord has called me to share my heart from my closet hey i'm christina mom of three, married to my high school sweetheart, multi-passionate entrepreneur who has struggled with insecurities, self-worth, depression, and all that fun stuff the world has to offer. But God, he continues to remind me he is not intimidated by my mess. And when I spend time with him, he reminds me who I am and whose I am. So if you're ready to laugh and you believe Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken, then come on into my closet so we can talk through this crazy life together. So today, after praying about what I should do on tonight's, today's, whenever you listen to it's podcast, I just really felt the Lord laying on my heart about um, His forgiveness. His forgiveness. I hear from a lot of people in not so much these words, but kind of like in a roundabout way that they they don't feel like that they um, could ever have God's forgiveness or deserve God's or deserve God's forgiveness well we don't I mean point blank we just we really don't but in his mercy and his grace he chose to send Jesus to forgive us and you know I'm I still struggle with this I still struggle with am I really forgiven do you can you forgive that because I mean just because I've given my life to Jesus does not mean that I do not mess up quite a bit sometimes and I want to say in a big way but in according to the Bible 
a sin's a sin to God. It's not that this one is, oh my gosh, this one is huge. You are not, no, 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 can't forgive that one. It's, it's all sin. And we're born sinners. You know, we're born like, it would be like when I'm born, I was born a smith. When I got married, I become a Macaulay. When I was born, I was born a sinner. When I gave my life to Jesus, I become born again saint. I mean, it's the same kind of concept, but I still have Smith in me. Now, don't I? I still have issues. I still have the cardinal mind. You know, he, he gives us a new heart, but I still have the cardinal mind. And it's like a computer that um, it doesn't just go away. You know, it just doesn't get deleted. It has to be renewed by the Word of God and by the Holy Spirit. And so when we give our life to Christ, when we say, okay, I I cannot, I know I cannot get to heaven on my own. I know that nothing I do, nothing I do can put me in your presence, God, except by the, the bridge of Jesus. When we say that, when we... Um, surrender and confess that and we are born again into God's kingdom we still have the old brain you know I still have Smith blood running through me so just because I come a cut leak doesn't mean I still don't have Smith just because I become a child of God does not mean that my brain is not still wired to the world and to self I said this in the earlier podcast that um, somebody describes sin as always having an eye in the middle of it it's I-based. It's, it's a selfish mentality. Me, me, me. Like, what about me? And we, we're born that way. That's the way we're born. I mean, take a pacifier away from a baby. Take a toy away from a toddler. We are born that way. But he gives me a new heart, and I start renewing my mind by the Holy Spirit's help and the Word of God. Because we're used to humans and the world, for me personally, It can be hard to grasp that forgiveness. It can be hard to grasp that love because you can hurt somebody's feelings in the real world and they could hold it against you forever. I used to hold grudges. My mama would say, you cannot remember what's in chicken and rice, but you can remember what somebody's done to you 10 years ago. I mean, I could hold a grudge over over the stupidest stuff, but, you know, God's not human. He's spirit and he's the creator and he... He does choose to forgive us. You know, he sure didn't have to. I mean, he didn't have to. But yet, he sent his son in human form, God in human form, down to earth to pay the debt for us. So if I'm in a grocery store and I have all these groceries, um, I owe $300. And the person behind me says, I'm going to get that for you. I'm like, no, you can't do that. Yeah, let me get it. Really, let me get it. There's no no strings attached. Just let me do it for you. That's what paying a debt in full is like for how what God did for us. He sent his son to pay our debt in full so that we didn't have to. Because we, you know, to be in God's presence, to be in his holy, holy presence, we would have to be spotless complete without sin well it's just impossible for humans so when when christ came and did that for us he become he become the righteousness for us like how i kind of visualize it is when 
When God looks at me, he sees Jesus because I have accepted Jesus as my Savior, the one who saves me. The thing that I think does hang people up is that either I don't deserve forgiveness, I don't need forgiveness, and that's a whole other podcast there, but I don't deserve forgiveness or God couldn't forgive somebody like me. I've I've done way too much bad. We're going to talk about that in a couple more minutes, a little while later. I mean, not like a little while, like hours, but you know. So in his mercy and grace and love, 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 in his love, he sent his son in our place so that we could be with him in heaven one day and so that we could be a part of his kingdom on earth. It's not just about going to heaven. We also get the Holy Spirit to help us live here while we're on this nice planet (laughs) that can be crazy sometimes. But the Holy Spirit is sent to guide us and to comfort us, to help us, to um, convict us and and just, I mean, you know, I try to always picture kind of like how I view my kids. And I know that God's love is so much more than even I could even comprehend. Because I know how much I love my kids, but God's love is even more than that. So if my child messed up, you know, there could be consequences. Does that mean that that I don't love them anymore? Does that mean that I, they're not a part of my family? No. That's my child. I love them. And whenever we accept Jesus as our Savior, the one that took our place, that rose again on the third day and sits at the right hand of God, waiting to come back to get us, when we accept Him as our Savior, we are a part of the family of God. We are a part of the kingdom, which means we get kingdom benefits. We get grace and mercy and forgiveness we get the comfort of the holy spirit we get to be a part of the family of god does that make any sense now this is all stuff that i have to remind myself all the time because i'm telling you i mess up and i can you know nobody has to beat me up i do it very well for myself nobody has to tell me what i have done is wrong I am very good at doing that. Does that make sense? Some of you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, Whenever we are accepted into the family of God, we have forgiveness for our sins. That doesn't mean that I that I want to just go around and like, oh, well, I'm a part of God's family. Let me just go rob this bank. Let me just go hate this person. Let me just go um, commit adultery. Let me just go do whatever. That doesn't mean that I that I think like that. The more time I spend with Holy Spirit, the more time I get to know Jesus, the more I am molded to walk like Him on earth. And when I do mess up, which I will, there's forgiveness for that. When I come to him, I come to him and confess my sin. And what confession is, is just agreeing with his word. That was wrong, God. When I humble myself, when I humble myself and agree with him and come to him with a, an open heart. You know, I think sometimes we try to hide hide our sins. I mean, that's 
that's silly because he's God. I mean, he's God. Like, we can't hide anything from him. But, you know, like the story of David where he knew what he'd done was wrong, but he just didn't, he didn't acknowledge it. That was, you know, that's, he, I believe that God just wants us to acknowledge what we do is wrong, come to him with a humble heart, a sorry heart, a heart that, you know, is going to try not to do that again. We might, but we're going to work with the Holy Spirit not to. The Bible says in Psalms fifty-one seventeen, My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. You, God, will not despise. And First John, where is it at? First John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and righteous to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Confession. Humbly, com- humbling, humbl- humbly coming to Him and admitting when we're wrong. You know, that's, I mean, humbleness is a beautiful, beautiful trait. And sadly, a lot of the world doesn't have that trait. You know, it's easy to think, what I did was right. I don't care what you say. But, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say that to God. He is like, he's the creator. Like, he can do whatever he wants to do, you know. David said in Psalms 34, 5, or was it 32? Hold on, 32, 5. Then I acknowledged my sin to you. And did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. So whenever we give our life to Christ and we, we still miss I mean David was David was a child of God at that point that he even said that. You know, he was a child of God whenever he committed adultery and had a Bashima's husband killed. So I mean it just I don't know if you've ever struggled with thinking, oh, I've messed up now. God's not going to forgive me. But that's not what his word says. His word His word is for everyone. No matter what. I mean, his word is for everyone. And that's not to say that we just throw grace in the air and like, whatever, I can do whatever I want. But, you know, praise God, he sees our heart. Oh, I'm so grateful he sees my heart. Because sometimes my actions can come from a place of hurt or my actions can come from a place of my past my actions can come from a place of um quick quickness and anger or temper but he knows my heart and he knows that I want to serve him I want to be in constant communion communion with him I want to be in fellowship with him and this is a whole nother podcast but I do want to throw this in there I love I love this uh, explanation of like grace and mercy because it just it, it just helps me so much. Okay, so God's mercy is him not giving me what I deserve. His grace is him giving me what I don't deserve. See, I deserve hell. That's I deserve hell, but in his grace and mercy, he let Jesus take my place so that I can have a relationship with him oh that's just amazing and even when I mess up when I come to him you know I think I mean I don't know about you but I used to think well confession and repentance that just doesn't really make sense I mean like how can you repent if you knew better anyways but repentance is a change of mind it is a turning away and when I come to God and confess and I and I I 
you know, he knows my heart. I want my mind to be changed. I want to turn from the sin. He knows our heart. He knows if we truly want to or not. Y'all, I remember, I mean, not tell too much of my business. I remember being in high school, and on Sunday, I would already be asking for forgiveness for what I was going to do Friday night. Now, that's that's probably not repentance, <laughs> you know? I don't, but I don't want to sin. I don't want to walk in sin. I don't want to hurt God or hurt my heart. You know, I don't, I don't want to, I love him and he loves me and he loves you so, so much. And you don't want to intentionally hurt someone you love. That's not your intention. And praise God, he sees our heart. Though we come to him with confession and repentance that he sees our heart. So I don't want you to ever think that you can't be forgiven. I don't want you to ever think that you have to clean up before you come to God. I'm fully aware that some people listening might not have a relationship with Jesus yet. Um, I'm fully aware that people that are listening do. And on both sides of that fence, I think that some of us struggle with, are we really forgiven? Are we really, truly forgiven? Even after we give our life to Jesus and then we mess up, are we forgiven then or are we totally kicked out? To give your life to Jesus is accepting that you are a sinner and you need a Savior. That you you are a sinner and you need a savior. We're going to talk about that probably more on the next podcast. But, um, And then giving our life up to him, you know, allowing Jesus to be the Lord. There's a lot of times that we can say, okay, I know you, but you're not my Lord. Like, you know what I mean? Like in human terms, like, oh, well, I know of Queen Elizabeth, but she's not my Lord. I don't follow her. I don't I don't mold myself after her. That might have been a really crappy example. Oh, should I say crappy? I'm sorry. Um but Dina, you know, when it, when Jesus is the Lord of my life, then I'm going to I'm going to follow him. I'm going to um obey him. I'm going to sit with him. I'm going to love him. I'm going to respect him. You know, that's what that's what I expect from my kids. I, you know, I just kind of expect um, respect and love, and 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 I don't know if that's a real good example, but um, when I give my life to Jesus and I say, "Okay, you're the Lord of my life," I feel like that's what it's saying that I'm going to respect you, I'm going to obey you, I'm going to love you, I'm going to follow you, I'm going to get to know you, I'm going to sit with you. You are my master. You're my master now. And ever and some people are like, Master, that's a kind of a like a demanding word. Okay, well, somebody's your master. Someone is. The self, world, the enemy, Jesus. Somebody is your master. So you know, you know, does that make sense? I don't know. I don't know if I'm rambling. I want to kind of give you three examples or stories or lessons in the Bible that I go to when I'm dealing with not being able to accept God's forgiveness. And you know, that's, I mean, let's just throw it out there. That's a sin for me not to accept his forgiveness because I'm saying, I, I, there's an I word. I'm saying I don't deserve it or I, you know, I, there's no way I can understand that. Well, it's not about me at all. It's about what Jesus did. He did it. I mean, I, that he did it. I don't, I really don't have to understand it. 
but he still did it, you know? Like, my human brain might can't grasp it, but I'm going to accept it. I'm going to believe it. I'm, I'm going to go with it, you know? So when I'm struggling to grasp that forgiveness, I, I go to three different Bible stories. The first one being David. Now, you might automatically say, well, but I haven't, you know, I haven't committed adultery and I haven't murdered anybody. How is that even relevant? I just don't, I don't know. I just don't think it really matters to God. A sin's a sin. It's apart from God's will. It's a sin, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? So David, the Bible says that he was a man after God's own heart. God knew his heart. Oh, thank you, God. You know our heart. But David, you know, he walked out of the flesh. The eyes saw something that he wanted, and he went after it. And right there is a lesson in itself. We we put ourselves in situations. The flesh is strong. They, they say the flesh is weak. The flesh is strong and weak. You know what I mean? But David lusted after Bathsheba, wanted her, had her brought to his room, got her pregnant, wanted to cover up that sin instead of coming clean and confessing and humbling wanted to cover up that had her husband killed and I think I should google this but I think it was like a year that he lived in that I want to say haughtiness because I, I feel like when we don't come to God and confess it's almost like a haughty attitude but he still you know he God called him back oh don't y'all love the story of the prodigal son well that that's the fourth lesson, I guess, because that wasn't even on my list. But, um, you know, go read that story. Go Google. Like, listen, I have people that message me, and they're like, can you give me verses on um, on so-and-so? Yes, I can give you a big verse. It's called Google. <laughs> That's what I do. I type in Google, verses on love, verses on dealing with anger, verses on forgiveness. I mean, I type it in, so... Maybe go type in um, David's story and just read the commentaries, read some 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 articles on it. Another story that I remember is, or that I think about, is the woman at the well. And Jesus met her there. Oh, goodness. If y'all haven't watched The Chosen, it's a free app. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. The last episode in season one is about Jesus meeting the woman at the well and she was so broken, and she was angry, and she was hurt, and she was rejected, and I'm not going to give you all of it, but, well, I mean, I guess I can't spoil it, it's in the Bible, but um, she, you know, she was just, you know, he, he, he loved her. He loved her where she was at. That's how God is. He loves us where we're at. Even if we're so messed up, we can still come to Him. Like, don't ever think you have to be perfect before you can come to God and give your life to Jesus. No, that is not. Jesus came for the unperfect one. He came for the sinner. He came for the messed up ones. He came for the broken. You know, all in the Bible, Jesus was drawn towards broken people. He was drawn towards. He wasn't drawn towards the ones who didn't think they needed Him. That was the Pharisees. He was drawn to the broken, and that woman, she was um, in the ver- in the episode. He says, "You know, I can give you this drink of living water where you won't thirst anymore." And she's like, "No, I don't. You know, I don't. I can. I don't deserve it. I've, I'm rejected." And he said, "I know, but not by the Messiah." 
and it was just such a oh I love that episode I'm gonna watch it again tonight because I've been there you know I've been broken I've been where I felt like that everything I've done was wrong and that I, I didn't deserve forgiveness but you know one time I told God I don't I don't deserve your forgiveness and I felt the Holy Spirit say nobody does but it's free I offer it I mean that's powerful God is so good oh he's so good but you know the woman at the well the Bible says she had five husbands the sixth one that she wasn't living with so you know there was pain there was pain that she was dealing with there was um brokenness there and Jesus still forgave her he still forgave her he gave her a new life that's what Jesus does he gives us a new life a new heart a fresh start that's what baptize, baptism is, is leaving the old life behind, being buried, rising again with Christ. Another story, because I guess we're going to throw in that fourth one of the prodigal son, but another story that I like to remind myself of is Peter. You know, Peter walked with Jesus for three years, very close to Jesus, very close, and then denied him three times. Do you know how bad I would beat myself up? Oh, my word. Oh, my word. But Peter, you know, he, he repented. And then he come to lead so many more to Jesus after Jesus did go to heaven. I mean, imagine how Peter felt. He probably felt like he didn't deserve forgiveness or he couldn't get forgiveness. But it's not about what we think. It's not about what we feel. And it sure isn't about what we deserve. It's about what Jesus did. Mm, that's powerful. I thought like shouting. So let's just jump in the fourth one, the prodigal son. He, okay, so that that would be my child getting mad, taking taking money, taking $50,000, running away, wanting to just party it up, live it up, hurting my feelings, but then decides, I need to go home. I, I, I could live better at home. I'd rather live, if I'm going to live... In poverty, I'd rather do it at home. Comes home, and the father throws him a party. I mean, that's forgiveness. So no matter where you're at, if you haven't accepted Jesus into your life, you can. He's waiting. This might be your sign. He's ready. All you got to do is give your life. I mean, all you got to do is, it's not about a sinner's prayer. It's not about going to the altar. It's not about being in the pew at church. It's about your heart. And your heart knowing that you need a Savior. That you cannot get to heaven on your own. That you are a sinner. And you need a Savior. You need a Lord to lead your life. That's what it's about. Or maybe you do know Jesus, but you struggle with thinking that He really does forgive all your sins. I want to encourage you to type in verses on forgiveness. That's what I do. Go to Google. Type in verses on God's forgiveness. I just did it two minutes ago. <laughs> Or maybe you're the prodigal son that had that had given your life to Jesus and has walked away and trying to live life your own way. All we gotta do is just you know, it's not him that's keeping us back. It's us. It's us. We don't have to stay in that place. He left the ninety nine to go after the one like he loves us. He left the riches of heaven to come here to grab us or to give us a bridge to God that's powerful I'm gonna stop now before I start rambling 
Let's pray. Dear God, you are so good. You're so good. And I so don't deserve it. I don't deserve it at all. And I just thank you for your forgiveness. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. And I just pray that every single person listening to this knows that forgiveness is a gift from you. And we just have to accept it. We don't have to earn it. We don't have to pay for it. We just have to accept it. And thank you, Lord. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for that forgiveness, that undeserved forgiveness. You're so good. Even when I mess up, even when I'm unfaithful, you're faithful. Even when I mess up, you're still my loving Father that loves me and just wants me to come and climb up in his lap and just tell him, just thank you that we can talk to you at any time, any point. You're never too busy, God. Thank you so much, Father. You're so good. You're so, so good. I'm just... Oh, I'm just in awe of you, God. You're so good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for Jesus. It's in His name that we're able to talk to you and we're able to pray. And I thank you for it. Amen. Amen. Amen.